ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived at WRFL. The frequency is a cool 88.1 MHz with winds coming in all the way to the left. The in-flight entertainment for this journey has been provided by Radio Free Lexington, your only alternative left. For your safety and comfort, please stay tuned with your seatbelts fastened until the plane comes to a complete stop. Please check around your seat for any commercial radio trash you may have brought on board with you and deposited in the bin as you disembark from the aircraft. On behalf of RFL Airlines and the entire crew, I'd like to thank you for joining us on this trip, and we are looking forward to seeing you tuned in again soon. Hello, Lexington. We've got Bryant Carter on tonight, so let's roll in and rock out here on WRFL Lexington. Oh, no. 
So really bluesy. Thank you. Yeah, it's um, it's a strong influence. Blues is like I think blues is the first major influence, and then the the rock influences and the pop and hip hop and R and B all came in there. So a lot of my stuff's really like kind of versatile, kind of like you know stuff like Prince did back in the day, and even some new people now. A guy at work uh, recently was telling me about this guy. Um, Ryan Upchurch or something. And I was oh, listening yeah. to some of his stuff, and he kind of mixes it up, too. I like how a lot of people are doing that now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for, for all the people listening, can you just introduce yourself, kind of tell oh, yeah, people yeah. Um, who you are, where you're Brian from? My name is Brian Carter, and I have a solo project going called the Bryant C Project. I started it back in 2011. Uh, I put out my first album then, and it's a self-titled The Bryant C Project. And I also have an EP out called Pay the Price, and an album I put out last year called The Bryant C Project 2. And you can find me on Spotify just under The Bryant C Project. That's B-R-Y-A-N-T, C Project. Um, the best spot is my website, thebryantcproject.net. That has links to take you to my YouTube, Spotify, uh, iTunes, all that type of stuff. And, yeah. Uh, originally from Maryland, but now I'm here in Kentucky. And, you know, I'm feeling something. Yeah. yeah. How did you get here from Maryland? Family. Yeah. I used to always visit when I was younger, and I guess about 10 years back, my mom moved out here to help her parents out, and I moved out here to help her, and yeah. then, you know, I, my son was on the way, so I was like, I'm staying, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Before that, I was bouncing back and forth from here yeah. to California, just, you know. To California? Yeah. So you've been from east coast all the way to west coast bouncing yes. back in the midwest and i'm glad to still be here <laughs> <laughs> that's good to hear because so, i like to think that lexington has like a pretty strong music community have you found that do you think i have found that here um i think the music scene's changed here some since maybe yeah. back in 2011 2012 not necessarily in a bad way um but I, I'd say, you know, Lexington has a good scene. Louisville has a cool scene. Yeah. Uh, Richmond, there's a lot of good talent out there. Um, you know, up in northern Kentucky, up in Covington. Yeah. I played up there before and like that. But there's still new places I'd like to get out and play as well around this area. Also, Frankfurt, they have a place out there called the Brick Alley. It's pretty fun to play at. Yeah. Do you Do you like to play with acts similar to your own? Or do you like to, whoever whoever's out there? As long as they're cool, do you like to, who do you like to play with? As long as I'm feeling their music, I, I'm not too picky with that because my stuff is pretty versatile. Yeah. I don't always change it for the people I might be playing with, but, for example, my last show was back in the beginning of April at, I think, the Paddy Wagon in Richmond. And I was yeah. opening up for a rapper from New York, Chucky Campbell. And with that set, I kind of mixed it up. I, you know, I have some you know kind of hip-hop stuff with guitar on it and i did some slow stuff and you know rocked them out a little bit but they got rowdy and i loved it i just <laughs> fed off that they, you know those college kids were, were into it and i like that yeah so uh, w where did this idea to, to bridge guitar and hip-hop come from like is it just i haven't done that so much i kind of mentioned it because yeah the, the next track that i'm actually going to be putting out i'm hoping to get back in the studio uh, maybe hopefully by next week or so, but sometime between now and the end of the month, that's going to, that's going to be something like kind of over a beat with some guitar yeah. stuff with it. My earlier stuff's more like rock driven. 
but there's yeah. a lot of influences and it depends what I'm writing about too. You know, if it's a certain topics, I prefer to do a rock song with it or a bluesy type song. But certain topics, they just come out over a beat and I'm like, okay, this would be more of a hip hop oriented track. Throw some guitar on yeah. it, mix it all up and throw everyone off. And, you know, they don't, when I came out, people were calling the genre like rock and soul. Rock and soul. Ah, oh, that's I, I good. Like I like that. that and it kind of just came back to me. But yeah, so I guess I just go by what I'm feeling with it. And at yeah. this point, that's what I want to do next and have some other ideas for some things. Actually, I have a backup after I get this next song done. I have another one ready to go, too. This year, I really want to get back to my consistency with my music. Yeah. So, um, With the kind of rock and soul, wh what kind of artists do you think really influenced that direction? That direction, I would say people like Jimi Hendrix, uh, groups like Living Color. Yeah. Prince. Uh, there's a lot of 70s influence. Like, I like Zeppelin and people like that. But I also like, you know, a lot of 90s stuff. I like Alice in Chains. I like Nirvana. Yeah. And I like uh, Soundgarden, Rage Against the Machine. They had a little hip-hop in there. But then I have a lot of hip-hop artists I like, like Tupac and, you know, yeah. uh, Wu-Tang and Bone Thugs and Harmony. I like some of the new people, too, but I like yeah. more of the older stuff better. I like, I like some of the new hip-hop artists like J. Cole and... Uh, Kendrick Lamar and people like that. And I like some yeah. of the new rock artists like uh, was Arctic Monkeys, Holly Suspect, and this other new group that's out now. I can't remember their name, though. But, yeah, I'm feeling some of the new stuff. I'm definitely influenced by more of the older stuff. Yeah. Um. What, what are we about to hear next? Next, I'm going to play a song called Let Go. And it kind of fuses that. We'd actually did this song over a beat and add some guitar to it and put some vocals with it and it kind of yeah. came out in its own style the song's called let go here it's going to be you know guitar and vocals it's just a solo performance tonight but on my site right now at the bryancproject.net you can hear the full studio version of this song and there's also a music video for this song up there as well so oh, it's just something roll. to check out yeah for sure let's get into it man excited right. to hear it short because there's like some some beat stuff we do on the yeah. original track i didn't want to give it all away but uh like i said you can hear that full version on the bryancproject.net it's available everywhere you get your digital music and we had fun with the music video so you might want to check that out too yeah what kind of vibe did you get with the music video i'm just curious with that music video it, it really explains the song the song was written about like relationship stuff do you want to let go should i should i not there's actually a question mark at the end of the time yeah so the music video kind of portrays that a little bit. There's some performance clips in there, but we hired a 
pretty great model for that video. Um, somebody, Seneca Anderson out of Winchester, he's got something going called Five Star Advertisement. He brought in one of his models, and we used her in the video, and it came out really good. Yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit about your songwriting process? Like, do you start yes. with the music or write? Yeah, go ahead. Usually... It depends. Usually I start with the music. Usually the guitar riffs will come first, and then I'll put the, I'll write lyrics to it and have that ready. And when I go in the studio, I'll lay down the guitar track and we'll put some bass and drums over it, sometimes keyboards, sometimes even saxophone. You never know. And then lay the vocals after that. But if it's a, if it's a deeper subject and I really just want to get what I'm feeling out, I'll just go in and write those lyrics down. Yeah. And sometimes I'll write the music around that. But usually the music comes first. Yeah, how how do you come up with the music? Is it kind of like, do you sit down and write notes on a staff, or do you just kind of jam out? You, I'll just I'll I'll just be playing around on the guitar, and you know I'll be like, oh, I like that, and I'll just play it for a while and just drill it in. Yeah. Sometimes you know with the phones now, I'll just take a quick video clip on the phone. Yeah. And have it there and have it to use. But lately, yeah, I've just been coming up with it and drilling in my head and write the lyrics and go with it from there. Now if it's a beat. That takes, not that I mind the work, but it takes a lot off the process because you've already got that beat right there. Like the, the next track I'm going to be releasing, I don't want to say too much about it, like the name or anything. I mean, I can't wait to release it. It's yeah. probably the most personal thing I've ever written. Someone was telling me, they were like, you're pretty excited about this. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's pretty deep. But yeah. with that one, you know, I had the beat there and I knew what I wanted to write about. So I was pretty much just, you know, sometimes the music brings the lyrics out too. Yeah. Sometimes I'll write a riff and I don't know what I'm going to write the song about, but it'll just give me an idea what to write about. And that's how I come up with, you know, different songs. Some songs are about, you know, people with addiction, things going on, family stuff, relationships, your life story, or just going out and having a good time. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Well, well, what are we about to, what are the lyrics kind of about in this next song that we're going to hear? This next song is actually called Project Blues. It's uh, another one from my most recent album. It's kind of like the back and forth thing with a, with a girl. You might say, okay, this is it, but you just keep on coming right back around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what this one's about. Yeah, well, let's get into it. All right. Was to show me them same ways. 
me say, baby, I think too much, but love's a dangerous thing. You say I've changed, but you have too, and we're still making love. Don't we want to do all pain? Who knows what we're gonna do? Can I get the truth each time With anything coming from you Don't think you got me all figured out this time Why I've been so dumb when I'm seeing right through your lies I should have seen this all back in the day But I was a fool just trying to find it Don't think you got me all figured out this time why I've been so dumb when I'm seeing right through your lies I should have seen this all back in the day But I was a fool just trying to find this way, yeah threw me off because like I, I saw you get up and, and do something and i am no sound per- person so I, i'm always like what's going on i don't i don't yeah i wouldn't happening. switch the channel while it was fading out for the next one but uh w- it, i thought about something before we got into that you were asking about how the songs with the beat and everything goes yeah that song when i made that was the first time i really got to do a track like that i wanted to i wanted to combine the the bluesy rock vibe with just like hip hop bass and samples and stuff. And when I went yeah. in the studio with this guy, uh, his name was Troy. I went in the studio with him and when I was doing the riffs, he kept saying, no, nah, but if it's a rock blues track, you gotta do it like this. And I'm like, that's exactly what I don't wanna do. <laughs> I just wanna, I wanna fuse them together. So he showed me how everything worked and he let me make the beat. So it was pretty yeah. cool. We laid the guitars down for that. And then, you know, we were just kind of sampling and laid the beat for that. So that's another one. If you go on, you know, the BrianCProject.net or wherever and find it, that track you'll hear the guitar riff, but you'll also hear a beat, some claps, snare in the background. It's a pretty cool mixed-up track. Always gets uh, good reactions yeah. live and everything and a fun one to do. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you think your your the your favorite song that you've written has been? Right now, it's... Uh, it might be the next one that I'm about to release, but as as far as what's out right now, it might be this track called "The World's Gone Away." Yeah, it was uh, it was one where I kind of I wanted to take my plan to the next level on you know on the songs that I was putting out, and Prince had just passed away, and yeah. I was watching his performance a lot from the. One of the Hall of Fame things, I think when he was playing with Tom Petty and some other people, they were doing While My Guitar Gently Weeps. And his solo just blew me away with that yeah. that night. And even George Harrison's son was up there playing with him, and he was just like in awe. I yeah. think Tom Petty looked at him like, okay, calm down. <laughs> Prince looked at him and smiled. But, you know, it just that, that solo he did influenced, had a big influence on the solo I did for that song. But with that song, I released it a couple years ago, but it was one that I kind of started a while back and came back to it years later and finished it. And I don't know, that that song really holds a special spot with me. I'm not doing that one tonight, no, but it's yeah. definitely on, on my website and everything. That was a hard question, though. <laughs> yeah, I like to keep them on, on their toes, you know? I like that, too. Um, so the album, like the first album that you put together back in 2011, what was it like to 
put together your first album. It was exciting. I mean, it was just an exciting year altogether. I mean, that I was getting that recorded, and the album came out really about 20 days before my son was born. So it was just a light-up year. Yeah. It was great. Well, and, but as far as, um, and speaking of my son, his name's Elijah, in case he's listening, hey, brother, <laughs> daddy loves you. <laughs> oh. and, uh, but that, that was a great experience. I mean, I'd always wanted to do something like that. Yeah. And before that happened, when I moved out here, I was trying to put together a band. And yeah. I was, I had these songs I was writing. And originally, I was auditioning other vocalists. And I just wasn't hearing what I wanted. And I remember driving, taking a drive to Maryland, had plenty of time to think. And I was at my little sister's graduation. The guy had a real inspiring speech. And I don't know, for some reason, it just hit me. I was like, you like to sing. Just write your lyrics and, you know. See if you can play and sing them at the same time like you do your favorite covers and everything. And that's what I ended up coming back to do and met a guy named Donnie in Winchester. He had a studio uh, above one of the stores on Main Street, uh, above Jams it was. And we started recording. I ended up finishing it with this guy named Josh Watson. Uh, with Now he has something called Spectrum Entertainment. But it was it was fun and a big learning experience and... I'll never forget that, really. Yeah. Um, what? Sorry, it just there's there's a phone call coming in, and I was like, "What?" what? Somebody asked me. They were like, "Can we call them?" Uh, like, I don't know. That might be them. What's up, Seth? That might be you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, I like my attention is, is so easily distracted. I'm just like. But um, you got all this cool stuff around. You. Yeah, like, this is the dream job. So right so here. many visuals, and yeah, yeah. I'm also I study. Yeah, wall, signatures on the wall. It's great. It brings the whole thing together. Um, Feels like home. Kind of tying into the your favorite song that you've written. Mm -hmm. Do you have? Is it the same one, or do you have a different favorite song to play? Okay, I like that. I like that. Um, favorite song to play. could be on the set list it might be one that i released last year called find my way i really like the just the vibe of it it's got a um, yeah it's got a nice little raw feel to it and it's just fun the riffs and the way they they go with the vocals and everything it's kind of tone on tone that might be one of my favorite songs to play live actually yeah and uh what are we about to hear next next we're gonna tone it down a little bit it's a, a slow song it's actually called next time around it's on my second album called Pay the Price, and I recorded that in Richmond with my buddy Freddie Hanshu. Uh, he's got something going called Jet Lane Productions. Great guy, great quality, really recognized. Actually, this past weekend, he had a picture up. He had the, the singer from uh, Living Color in his studio doing some vocals, and I was like, what? <laughs> you know, yeah. that's pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, I recorded this one with him. We had a guy come in and do a saxophone part i didn't really want to do a dragged out solo on this one i wanted to do something different and the guy came in and did a cool sax part and that's actually on the studio recording but uh yeah that's what we're gonna get into all right let's get kicking maybe next time around we don't have to close that door maybe next time around Close that door Baby, next time around 
Yeah, I love the the guitar, the solo pieces. Mm-hmm. Is a, I I took a beginner's guitar course, uh-huh. and I knew guitar was, um, you know, a a challenge to begin with. Mm-hmm. But I trying to learn the guitar took on a whole new dimension of respect. Like it's it's crazy how fast like a human being's fingers can move up and down the neck of the guitar it's just incredible to watch it just takes that thank you thank you it just takes that practice and, and having a love for it not like yeah. oh i gotta pick this thing up but i want to pick this thing up and yeah. you know just starting from back middle school coming home to an empty house so i just play guitar you know for hours on end and yeah you know keeping up with it but that solo was actually ace frehley is one of my favorite guitar player actually my favorite guitar player not one of but i really liked his work on um when kiss did their unplugged album the acoustic you know no bombs none of all that just just stripped down music and he did a solo on the acoustic over on a song peter chris sings called beth and i just i loved it and when i wrote this i was kind of in that vibe that doesn't sound the same but it just has that vibe yeah and this is also a fun song to play on like an acoustic or a 12 string acoustic yeah you know fills it up but that's um that's on that second album pay the price and you all can definitely hear that at the bryancproject.net this we got a we got a saxophone solo that kicks in actually after the guitar solo when you heard those chords just yeah. keep going that sax is just riding out and you know nice great great production on that from Jet Lane and you know we had a good time doing that we really yeah did. Uh, speaking of uh this may end up being a long or short question depending on on how you answer but what's your favorite and least favorite part of making an album hmm. my favorite part is wow just really everything just going in you know taking what you've worked so hard on sitting on your couch or on your bed and whatever and hearing it from that rough demo stage that you just do on your phone to in the studio after it's mixed and mastered. I mean, the things I learned, I've learned so much from working with uh, different people recording as far as mixing and mastering and what this does and that does. And it gives me an idea of what I want. And, you know, that's my, that's my favorite part. My least favorite part. I don't think I have a least favorite part. I know patience is a virtue, but I just can't wait to get that stuff out. We can get started. But uh, I also want the time to go in that's needed to make it the way it should be. I don't, my least favorite part of 
making an album. I've heard from that's a... the best I could do with that. I think <laughs> as far as that answer, there's. Oh well, I won't say making an album. Um, make well. Right now, I'm gonna start back doing singles as well. Like the next yeah. thing that's gonna come out is gonna be a single, and. I had this the lyrics for this song. The next one is going to come out. They've been ready since like January. But, you know, things come up in your personal life going on and everything. And yeah. sometimes you have to wait a little bit before you can get back in, especially if you want to get back with the right person. You could just go anywhere. But if something's that important, you want to go yeah. to the right person. Sometimes I don't like the waiting on my part, not even on someone else, but just, you know, the waiting on my part to get back in. But that's life. I think, you know, it just makes it that much better once it all comes out, makes it that much more special. It's something that you were really looking forward to when, you know, when that prize is out, it's a good feeling. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's hop back into the music and let people know what about what they're about to hear. Okay, this next one is uh, something I put out last year on my third album, The Brian C. Project 2. It's actually, you were asking what one of my favorites was to play, and this is one of them, especially with the band. It really, you know, it's got a drive and rock hard punch to it, and I had fun with the solo. It's um it's one about battling temptations and just finding your way through life. We'll get right into it. Yeah. Yeah, what you said 
fun doing that i mean it was that's one one of my more recent songs and if you keep playing and playing you're you know you grow with that so i felt like i got to show a little more of that when i was doing that song we uh recorded that one with uh buddy daniel legger out of mount sterling he had a place called lion's den studio we actually cut that track in one night uh had a good time with it there's also yeah. a music video for that one on my site thebryantcproject.net uh, shout out to Skunk Photography for doing that. Uh, we had a good time doing that. We actually filmed the video not far from here, right in Lexington. Like, probably across oh. the street. I think of that parking garage on the rooftop. Yeah. The one across from the transit station. Yeah. Like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know exactly where that is. Yeah, that's a cool place. Yeah. I, it, that, it felt right for the vibe and what I was picturing for it. And uh, I like how it came out. We had a good time with that. Yeah, it had that it has more of that '90s influence in there. A little Alice in Chains influence on that, and some yeah. other things. But uh, I got to get out what I wanted to say because it's always a battle in life, you know, with temptations and things like that. And I wanted to write about that, and I like how it came out with that one. Yeah. Um. What What kind of themes are you are um Are we gonna hear in the next song? Because I want to make sure that we get to like all the music you have. So. Oh yeah, this next one is a more of a slow song. It's called uh, "Goodbye." It's actually a sequel to the. The first goodbye, there was a goodbye release and then a goodbye part two. And the reason is I was actually in the middle of recording the song Project Blues that I played earlier. And I found out one of my favorite musicians, Chris Cornell, had yeah. passed away. And I was I was pretty bummed out about that. And I just didn't expect it. And I remember one night I was just laying there and these lyrics started coming to me. So I just wrote them, wrote them down. And before I knew it, I had that page and I was like, I've got a full song here. And then I got up, put some guitar to it and... I asked my buddy, I was like, I know we're in the middle of recording Project Blues, but with the circumstances, can we just record this track? You know, it's just yeah. guitar and vocals. It's personal. It's intimate. And that first one, that's all it was. He even asked, he said, do you want to put anything else with it, drums or anything? And I told him not this time. And about a year went by, and when I was finishing up the album, I wanted to do a part two with actual, you know, drums and bass and everything like that. I just wanted the first one to be you know, more intimate and raw with what yeah. I was feeling. And it really, it's not necessarily just about him. I wanted to write it in a way where anyone that's lost one of their favorite musicians, you know, it's a song that they can relate to. And it's just yeah. about, you know, keeping their music with us. And that's a way of keeping them close with us. Yeah, for sure. I'd love to hear it. Can't right, wait. Right. I'll get right into it. So long, 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, do you find that a lot of similar themes come up when you're writing songs? A lot of similar themes? Yeah. Like like what I'll write about? Yeah. For a while I did. For a while it seemed like it was, a, you know, mostly about things with relationships or and whatnot. And then I started thinking, you know, I wanted to open it up more so. You know, I know people might battle with addictions, and I wanted to write about that. And I have a song called Can't Take It. I'm not playing it tonight, but it was inspired after that Sandy Hook shooting. Yeah. The school shooting. And I, my son was just born not long ago after that. And I actually knew what it felt like to be a parent then. And I was like, man, I can't imagine yeah. how these people are feeling. And then not only that, but just things going on in the news and, and what's going on. So, you know, I wrote Can't Take It about that and just different things. I mean, I wanted to eventually touch on things in my life, too, that I hadn't talked about. But a buddy at work one time was mentioning something. He's like, why don't you do, like, the diary of this or something like that? And that made me think, you know, I've talked about all this other stuff. But I haven't got, I haven't dug deep down and personal within myself yet. And that's something that I don't mind getting out. It probably helps. And then people like hearing that stuff too. Yeah. I, I think mean, at least I, like in the last song you played, people have like a real connection. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to make it, I wanted it to be universal for, because people, we lose a lot of artists and, you know, you feel like you grew up with them or you knew them. And, you know, it's just like, it's just one that anyone can relate to with the lyrics. There's there's no one's particular name in it or anything like that. It's yeah. just like, you know, like when Bone Thugs and Harmony did Crossroads. When I when you see them live, they say, you know, this is for anyone that's lost someone. You know, it's it's something that everyone can relate to. And I wanted to yeah. do something like that, you know, something that everyone could relate to. 
and also it was something important to me so I could put my feeling in and just make it a good honest song. Yeah. Um so what are we gonna hear next? Next, we're on narrowing it down. We're gonna hear the title track off my second album. Actually it's called Pay the Price and it's just about, you know, paying the price for what you want in life. Sometimes it's a little more than you expect, but hey, you want it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. Thank you. solo by myself but it's just a rocker and i seen you were up there moving so i'm glad i'm using yeah you move. well i mean the, the, this is definitely my kind of my speed you know because I, I love all kinds of music but, um, but yeah i mean it's like the blues and the rock like the groove i love um we've got about five minutes before one more. that's good so, so yeah. we have time for it yeah yeah actually we do it's um, oh good good it's my first single it's it's one that a lot of people some of some of their favorites is called uh, "Face of a Thousand Words." All right. Well, I want to make sure that we have time to hear it, so let's go ahead and get into it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. 
DJ, I'm glad that we have a little bit of time um, just to give a good send-off to Bryant Carter for coming on the show. Thank you so much. 